Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gary gets here, walks across the dead ball line, now sprints back for Manly. Up he goes, changes direction. This is Rugby League, folks. Have a look at it. Links up with Cherry Evans. And still on for Manley. Away from Hess. Kicks in field. Look who's there. Tom Hello, welcome to the SC Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Williams. The podcast today brought to you by, as always, Pat and George from Mortgage Choice SCW. Very, very exciting for a stack of reasons today out of NRL Supercoach Round 12, a week away from the dreaded NRL Supercoach buy period. Uh, a reason we're not overly excited for, but, you know, he's here anyway. It's it's the tried, the tested, the Supercoach spy. Spy, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, good. How are you? Good, mate. As, uh, form's holding up all right. You're, you're on the rise. Still on the up, mate. I think based on recent trends, I could be first by round 18. Um, maybe 2024, go. but now going all right on the up into the into the 9,000s now. So just coming, coming for you, eh? On the move. Oh, also with us, joining us for the first time in studio. <coughs> SC Playbook podcast went into studio started this season. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, she was a regular all last season. She was a you know good value, but living in Queensland. Don't hold that too much against her because she's not a Queenslander, but. It is 2021 sixth-placed finisher, the lovely Clementine Casti. Clem, welcome to the studio. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, very, very exciting. So, as I said, Clem, most people will know you from the weekly wrap. You know, you do that with Nick Moon, the, the comedic write-up of the, the rounding <laughs> review each week. But tell us a bit about yourself and uh, your supercoach background, your footy background. Sure. So I'm a Kiwi. I moved to the Goldie about 11 years ago, mm. so I'm still there. So I am an honorary Queenslander. Um, so started playing Supercoach back in 2020 and then came sixth in 2021. Um, pretty excited about that. Um, so I'm the one that writes the weird articles. So <laughs> <laughs> last year I sold the myself infamous. a Telekai. I'm the one that's obsessed with Nico's here. I got to touch Nico's here almost on you Sunday. Almost? <laughs> I thought you said you did touch it. Well, I touched Nico. I didn't quite get to his here. Okay. I did bring my gel and he did touch <laughs> oh, my gel bottle, gel. so that was nice. So you, you're obviously <laughs> down in Sydney for the week. You've, you got out to Brookie Oval on the weekend mm-hmm. with, I don't know what the purpose of the trip was, but... 
a big part of me feels like it was to, to get a hand on Nico Hines, like every woman's dream. Absolute ulterior motive and so stoked that I did that. <laughs> so got to the end of the game and then it started raining, like couldn't be more perfect. And then we're like chasing like around the side, like just trying to find a spot where he might come. And then he comes over and um, he was like, how's it going? And I had my little bottle of gel here that I bought just in case I had to run out and wet his hair. And I was like, <laughs> instead of being like really smooth, this is how smooth I am. I was like... Um, yeah, can I have a um, photo with my gel? <laughs> and then got a photo with him. Oh, stop And then so excited about the photo, but I was like, why did I not think of something better to say? Like, <laughs> can I have a photo with my gel? <laughs> oh, and Nico? And he got a photo. I got a photo. Of course he did. I need to share it. I need to share it yeah. on the WhatsApp group, and I'll share it on Twitter as well. He, yeah. he obviously got the photo, Nico, but what would he have been thinking when this Kiwi girl goes, <laughs> can you get a photo with my gel, please? Oh, I know. <laughs> So, Clem, sixth place overall in 2021. Um, by my quick math, uh, 85 positions higher than the Spy's best ever finish. Uh-huh. Mm. I bet the Spy every single year. I'm beating them again this year as well. Claiming you beat me every year. I've known you for about 18 months. But fair play, I gave my best year, top 100, and I still couldn't get near. <laughs> uh, also with us, uh, definitely as always, is Maddie the Waterboy. Maddie, you, you've been on a bit of a charge of late yourself, both on and off the Supercoach field. How's the side going? Yeah, I haven't really updated you. I've had a really bad week this week. Oh, I, no. I, dropped, I dropped about 5,000 spots. Um, yeah, like, not, as I said to you, like, pretty recently, obviously I'm a new Supercoach player, and I look at my score... I never really, it, the number always clicks in my head. Never the, well, what if 50,000 other people got a higher number than my, yeah. so I got like a le, just under 1,150 and I thought, oh, that's pretty good. And it turns out it wasn't good at all. I yeah, dropped about 5,000 spots. So yeah. that's all right. On to next week. Yeah. Like uh, in a week where four popular players in Supercoach get double tons and uh, you know, you've scored 1,400 and you check it of a Monday, you're like mad score. Like I'm going to saw this week. But the average that week is like 1,800 points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. Uh, Clem, what would you say are you at now? About 5,000, 6,000? I'm coming 6,274. So I actually dropped about 1,000 places. Mm. Um, we scored a 12.17, so not so bad. But that's okay. Um, I think I'm topping the SC Playbook head-to-head league. Are you? I am. <laughs> Your uh, co-writer, Nick Moon, knocked me off by six <laughs> points in that. I think it was Turbo... I don't know how you can update from six points ever is on at full time, but Turbo's updates knocked me off from <laughs> Nick Moon. So, yeah, fair play. The Stallions, not a great week. 1,201 points. I thought that would be about par. I dropped about 1,000 spots to 5,400 overall. So, not too bad, but yeah, hopefully a bit more green this week. Guys, the SC Playbook Unlimited group, $1,000 going to the winner. That, the cutoff for that group will be the end of round 12. So Sunday evening, jump in and enter that immediately if you're not, because after that I will have screenshotted it and I'll know if you're there or not come end of season. So if you try and tell me that you won the group and you weren't in by round 12, well, it's not going to work that way. The code is 8450051 on today's show. The key takes from Team List Tuesday, our topic... Lots of questions around plans at half back through the origin period. Can you run Cleary and Nico throughout? Are you looking elsewhere? So we'll have a chat about that. Our hot topics for the week, as always, with Valence Tafade dropped last week's most popular buy. Big news there. Wrapping up with our round 12 trades and skippers and into a few listener questions. Let's get stuck into team this Tuesday. And Spy, that is the big news. Tafade dropped. You know, that <laughs> buy last week. People brought him in anyway. <coughs> Brenko's back in. Your and can did have a hamstring niggle, so you know, maybe in a bit of doubt. But like the chance he comes in game day, 
but he was brought for a combination of things. One being Cash Gen, which it's still two weeks away because he's only played the one game. Uh, and secondly, that buy coverage. So that, that hurts. Definitely hurts. Obviously, if you are an owner, um, looking to my right here, we <laughs> might have someone. But you just hope he plays round 13. Uh, he might get the call up, in which case you're laughing. But yeah, it was risky, wasn't it? Talk us through it, Clem. Um, well, I'm like really sad in my heart. I literally honestly <laughs> thought he might still get named. Um, but to be honest, it kind of worked out well for me because I dropped Warbrook for him, which was sad because Warbrook scored a couple of tries. But then it meant I went, could go Miley to Tohu Harris. So. Worked mm. out okay. I'm not too sad about it. So I'm now you've got. At some time he gets named. So now you've got two blokes this week who aren't playing. Um, Tafade and Tohu Harris. Worked out well. I hope you're enjoying yeah, your time. Let's, just, let's keep it at two blocks. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying your time in front yeah. of me. The amount of people that brought people on buys coming up, I, I didn't really see. But anyway, so look, it's it's hardly panic stations because you still have your chance to play next week in round 13. Although you need something to go his way. Even if he doesn't, you still think there'll be games that he'll get it in time to generate some cash. So it'll be all right. But you certainly want him there for round. 13, Adam Reynolds is out for the Broncos. That means Reese Walsh will kick goals. Adam Reynolds was one that, due to going off early in that game, really high break him. So if he played this week, he could have been a sneaky little halfback mm. throughout the buy period at like 500k playing around 13. But because he's out, he won't get that big price drop. <clears throat> means he's going into round 13 with a huge break. Even, I think, um, Tafade was the most traded player last week. Max Fenai, he was like the third most traded in. And... Zach Lomax is back in now. Fenai's dropped. Also, he scored about 21 points and has a break in about 27, made about 40k. Spy, we, we get a lot wrong on this podcast, but those were two that we were pretty confident on saying don't go near them. Yeah, a few um, people just getting a bit trigger happy perhaps, but that's all right. These things happen. Um, as I said, hope they come back in when you need them most. If I can just jump back quickly, Reynolds out is an interesting one for Reese Walsh owners just because he'll kick goals, but... They potentially score a lot less points mm. and put Reynolds in a lot. Uh, sorry, Reese Walsh in a lot less space. So I'd actually prefer Reynolds to play if I owned him. But just interesting to see how that plays yeah. out and how Walsh goes without uh, his main number seven there. I mean, I very reluctantly sold him last week, uh, which at halftime in the Broncos Storm game, I was like, he looked unreal. Mm. I'm like, oh, what have you done? I didn't want to do it. I needed to fund my other uh, miraculous trade in of Alex Johnston, who netted me a whole forty <laughs> points. So I'm glad I. Made that happen. Anyway, it worked out fine because the second half, he hardly put on a point, finished on about 67. <clears throat> I got in Doreen Buller, who went well enough considering the Tigers didn't score a point. But, I, I mean, I think if you've got Walsh now, he's the, the break-even has balanced out two decent weeks. So you're absolutely holding this week. And the way Ponga played, I think he's the Maroons' fullback and Walsh more and more likely to be available for round 13. So. Just, yeah, hope he goes off. And then, obviously, <laughs> you can use Reese Walsh in that critical round 14 mm. as well. So, yeah, he's got to hope that he goes well because he still looks good. He's a weapon. Spy, the talking point, I think, of the week for me and a lot of questions around it. Joey Manu out with a rolled ankle. I think there was a few reports out that it was might have been relatively bad, but I only care about what NRL Physio says. So, And he said if it, if it is what the reports say, that he said one to two weeks out, he was missing next week anyway. Drew Hutchinson comes into the halves, by the way, for Joey Manu. Sam Walker is also out injured. I think there is probably a fair likelihood that pending when Sammy Walker returns, let's say Manu and Sammy Walker return round 14, that Walker does return in the halves and Manu at centre. Mm. What do you do with Joey Manu? Definitely holding, mate. Um, I think it's one of those things, if we get word over the next week or two that it's longer than it, it seems, there were some mixed reports. 
But yeah, mm. NRL physio was hopeful that would only be, you know, possibly could have played this week. So mm. with the bye afterwards, could be back for round 14. I don't mind him in the centres. I think most of us picked him up pretty cheap and we know what he can do there. Play him right through to round 16 when he's on the bye and yep. reassess after that for me. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the options, but if he's expected to be back round 14, him through that bye pit in round 16 coverage. And just the only other thing, Teddy could rest yeah, he could round play. 14. Uh, he could play fullback. If, Big chance if he's fullback, fullback, you want it, you have to own him. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the difference is at fullback, he just thinks run, run, run. Yeah. At 5'8", you can see him trying to ball play. It's like Joey. Trying to organise, like, just run, brother. Just run. Get into dummy half and go. <laughs> yes. Uh, Clem, are you a Manu owner? I am a Manu owner. What um, are you thinking? Holding. Definitely holding. holding. I just think it's, like, it's not an urgent trade for me. Like, I've got way more urgent trades than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Far more so, issues. So, yeah, no, 100% holding him. Um, and, yeah, hoping that he'll just give that coverage. That we kind of got him for when he's for back. sure. Yeah, Hayes Dunster, another of the cheap brigade going down. Not a lot of owners, I don't believe, out there, but there'd be enough who'd be steamed by Dunster out, who they would have been looking at as a number for round thirteen. So, all these job security issues that hit just such big flags when uh, when you are making your trades around cheapies. Still no see for Talakai at the Sharkies. Probably not enormously re- irrelevant, but anyone who did jump on for his good recent run, uh, that one hurts. The Fox, Josh Adokar, was named to come back last week. He didn't play. Blake Wilson came in. So the Fox is back this week. Blake Wilson, impressive debutant last weekend. Bit of goal about oh, him. Just quietly. Wow. <coughs> I kept yeah. thinking Reid Marnie was having 20 hit-ups. Like, come on. He's had the white yeah. headgear. But, yeah, boy, can play. He's good. Uh, but the Fox back uh, just in time for Origin. Interesting to see what happens there. Spy, the next <coughs> few coming up have made you a very happy little spy this afternoon. Oh. Carl Oluwapu starting for the Doggies. Now, Oluwapu is one that no round 13 coverage for the dogs, but come round 14, what's he at now? 219k. So he's made 19 grand, 26 break even. So you as a current owner, by the way, you went very early on Oluwapu, mm. but Oluwapu, we sensed this was coming. He's a gun, so hopefully he locks in that starting role. Round 16 coverage for the dogs. Will probably be a pretty popular buy for around 14 after the buy, along with his mate Jacob Kiraz on the wing at the Doggies, who I've said this a couple of weeks ago, will be the most traded in player around 14. He will be. He's going to be sub 500k. Oh, incredible. Uh, but you'd be happy about Carl. <coughs> oh, stoked just because I sort of brought him in um, almost to save a trade. I sort mm. of looked forward and hoped that come round 14 he'd be starting. He covers round 14, then plays 16 and 19. You little beauty, he looks good. So maybe starting the game, he might get a... Well, well that's true. In. Very significant for you, for owners that, that did jump on early for that cash grab. I hadn't thought about it, but round 14, a lot of people pairing up Brown and Oluwapu. Mm. So he would have had to play Oluwapu, potentially limited minutes off the bench. But if he's starting, I feel a lot better. I put my faith in him like I put my faith in this next bloke I think you're about to mention. Jake Jaboyevich. <laughs> so Jake Jaboyevich <laughs> is back for Manly, which is just... <laughs> Had a stat on the Bloke in the Bar podcast yesterday. I think I read out he's missed six games for Manly in the last two years. Basically been belted in every game. Yep, doesn't shock. Everyone says the turbo effect. What about the gerbo effect? But it's not the gerbo or the turbo we're talking about. It's the burbo. The burbo. Benny Shaboyevich, who you tried to convince me into buying. If you, you, didn't, you didn't try to convince me, but you brought him in three or so weeks ago. And I was like, mate, I get it. But at the time, he was still a fair way... At the time, he was listed to return from a hamstring injury about round 12 or 13. You went on him anyway for his dual position, by coverage. Anyway, <laughs> Kelman Tuolung is hurt. Dual seated up, 2RF, near bottom dollar. You own him. Obviously, there's the manly by coverage. 
Starting back row, the awkward thing for non-owners is that neg three break even, so there's a good cash rise coming this week. Yeah, so he'll be worth another 90k after his time <laughs> this week, which is good. Um, Against the Raiders, please. But yeah, no, it'd be interesting to see back row there. He looked really good last week. Mm. I was watching once uh, Kelma went off and I actually thinking, like, he could get this spot, and he has, which is awesome. So we'll see what happens on the there. bone now, Burbo. Yeah, he's grown up a bit, a yeah. young fella, but yeah, he's looking good. And um, he's actually now relegated someone to that manly pack from my boy. Kepi's no longer my number one boy in the manly pack. <laughs> I've had a bit of fun with him, but I'm actually genuinely excited about Burbo. Kepi was more of a bit of a laugh. He might get me 40, but Burbo got something and Another good one for Burbo. So the dual positions kicked in this week's by, and we saw Joey Manu go dual CT-dub 5-8. We saw Tyrone Peachy dual CT-dub 2-RF. Mm. So Burbo there to be able to interchange those two. Great. Uh, Benny Chaboyevich clam at... Such a cheap price, is your bloke you'd be keen on? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I just really want to have Spies Crystal Ball because he just seems to bring in all the right people. Um, and I bring in people like Tefare. Um, but yeah, no, I would definitely bring him in, um, 100%. Yeah, you, you've been on this podcast enough times, maybe not this year, Clem, but to know that we, we throw shade at the spy and we don't wrap him, so we don't need to give him the big fella a big head. I like he this girl. He doesn't need any more boys. Yeah, no, he like, doesn't need any more <laughs> boys, yeah, yeah. that's true. Just quietly, Kepi's starting, I didn't realise. That's handy as well. Yeah, yeah. Round 13, baby. Ring it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Toa Sipley is also back from suspension next week. So, that, I mean, it's not going to impact yeah. Burbo, but Kepi, but again. Yeah, I mean, don't go buying Kepi, but <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> you. You already own him. Uh, the last <laughs> one on the team list, Scotty Sorensen last week. 175 Supercoach cool. points. Love that man so much. Uh, rightly so, a relatively popular trade in this week. Liam Martin has been named on the bench again. <clears throat> Zach Hosking has been named to start. Matty, I might throw to you here, mate. I mean, Liam Martin will be in and around the New South Wales squad, but you would think this week, after coming back off the bench last week, he'd be looking for big minutes to to stake a final claim to Freddie and the Blues. I think so, especially given it's a, it's a hamstring injury. He's going to mm. want to prove to Freddie that he's 100% fit because that's one injury you obviously don't want to be going into origin with. Um so, yeah, I, I see him having a real crack this week. Like, like Freddie, Freddie'd be so reluctant to pick Liam Martin, who he'd probably want as a starting back row for the Blues. Very reluctant to pick him if he comes off and plays 30 or 40 off the bench this week for Penrith. 100%, yeah. Especially, like, I wouldn't say we're stacked in the back row. I mean, we are in terms of people that could play there. Mm. Obviously, we're not stacked there with, with, with experience. Yeah. Probably for the first time in New South Wales origin history, or certainly since I've been alive, we're always stacked in the back row with a lot of experience. But, um, but yeah, we the Blues need Liam Martin, and I think Liam Martin knows that, and he'll want to he'll wanna smack a lot of minutes this week. Yeah. So, on that note, Scotty Sorensen, when he scored, I was like, sweet, you know, no round 13 coverage, but a potential, like, Bit of a cheapy there for not a, sorry not a cheapy for us but a bit of a cash grab short term play with some high points going upside. Spy six hundred thirty six k. So the only thing is with that score in his rolling average, mm. if Liam Martin wasn't on the bench, I'd say okay. Do you want to lock him in for a couple of weeks? A you can play him and be half confident of a reasonable score. B you can take an easy hundred k, then move you on to basically whoever you want. So there's logic behind it. Liam Martin there, what, is his, what are his minutes going to look like? Is he going to play 40, 50? Does he play 70? We don't know. I don't think it's utterly crazy because you're guaranteed cash, mm. but I just feel like you probably might be wasting a trade. Is there a better way to do that? We've got some other guys making cash. Yeah. You might be able to keep some really and just really grows. grow over the next month or two. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's madness, but 
do you desperately need that 100k? Put it this way, and we'll we'll chat more about Zach Hosking later in the show because he's one of the most sold players this week, very popular uh, player in Supercoach. But Hosking played, I think, 30 minutes last week, went off for HIA. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he passed it. And he'd had a few niggles, Martin, and they'd got out to a nice early lead against the Roosters and they basically rested him for the rest of the game. They're like, we don't need to play him. So Hosking's going to go back to anywhere from 50 to 60 to an 80-minute edge. Martin will get big minutes. We know that Sorensen has been used at the Panthers as an impact role off the bench in like a 50-minute role. Whether Martin maybe plays some time in the middle or something like that, we don't know. But again, it's just it's fraught with danger. I'm not off it, but... There's some other guys like, you know, your Billy Smith mm. and co that probably guaranteed cash. Yeah. Guys, if you enjoy SC Playbook and all the effort that goes into the site, you can support it by subscribing to our NRL package for $40 or our full package, NRL, AFL, BBL for $50. Gives you access to additional premium articles each and every week on the SC Playbook website. Access to our WhatsApp group, our community with threads around game day, team advice, late mail, Contributor only for our last-minute trades and skipper player ends that change over the course of the week. Uh, all sorts of different things there. The half-backed punting thread there for our updated plays. Access to our limited major group prize worth $1,000. Head to the menu on sidedeskplaybook.com.au to find the subscribe tab there if that interests you. Let's get stuck into our first topic of the show, and it is our plans at half-back through the origin period. Now, it's, it's a fascinating one because there aren't... Cleary and Nico, arguably the two best players in Supercoach at the moment, at least the most reliable. And both Nico likely to play Origin this season. Cleary will obviously be there. Both have okay buy schedules with their clubs. But I'll start with you, Spy, and the first question before we get into our plans, can you hold Cleary and Nico throughout Origin? Yeah, so I am is my initial answer mm. to that question. Um would you like to know why? Yeah, fire. Yeah, I guess that's why we're here. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'll throw a caveat in here that I'm going to be ready for a laid out for either of these two. Let's say they're both playing Origin and starting. Every chance at some point they're going to get a rest. So you just need to be aware then that you might be short in the halfback position, but you can still get an automatic emergency. So it's just one of those things. Mm. It'll depend who your AE is. It'll depend what's happening, but maybe have a plan to flip one of those guys if necessary. If you're flipping anyone... <clears throat> It'd be Nico. Uh, he's got. Let's just say he makes Origin at this point. If he doesn't make Origin, hold him for sure. Mm. But if he does, he won't play round thirteen. Round fourteen, maybe Trindle plays. We don't know. But they've got Brisbane, then Melbourne. Just yep. Just cut in. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. We don't know, but I get the idea after Luai's massive performance on the weekend that he's five eight and Nico's off the bench. So you would assume they're limited minutes, which. Wouldn't yeah. worry me. He'll yeah, play. yeah, yeah. So he's playing next week. Yeah. Like, sorry, what, round 14. But yeah, carry on. Yep. Um, what does happen though, round 16, he then wouldn't play. And then round 17, they've mm. got the buy. So it's a little period there where he doesn't play. Just be aware, round 18, they've got St. George. He terrorises St. George every time. So I think you want him back for that game. But you can still do that if you needed to. For me, he's a bit of a wait and see, reassess, depending on what happens with Origin. Uh, Cleary, on the other hand, I'll be holding. He's got Saints round 14. Again, maybe he doesn't play, but I don't want to be not owning Cleary against Saints if he's finding some form in Penrith. Yeah, I really want, from a Supercoach perspective, of course, the Broncos to knock off Panthers just so they fall a little bit further down the ladder. They don't quite have the comfort to ease these players yeah. through origin, whereas if they win this week, they'll be sitting top, if not equal, top of the table, sort of thereabouts, and it just becomes that little bit easier. So... <sighs> 
Nico is on the chopping block for me because massive break even this week. So he's likely to be sub sort of not, I mean, to be fair, he he could go massive this week against the Knights. So we're very flaky indeed. Yep. But after this week, plays this week, probably at around about nine hundred grand. It's a lot of money to be sitting there in the pine. The two games post origin are against Brisbane and then Melbourne. Brisbane at Sun sorry. Brisbane, I believe, is at Shark Park, and then mm-hmm. Melbourne is at Amy Park. <coughs> two very difficult games. As you said, then he misses 16 and 17. So he'll play two of five games, and those two games are very difficult. With that, Clem, I'll throw to you. Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself holding Nico and Cleary throughout the origin period? Do you dare sell uh, your boy, Nico, particularly after touching him? I feel like <laughs> after getting a hand on him on the big fella last weekend, it'd almost be, you know... Not cool. I know it's like sacrilegious, so bad. So I'm like so torn on this. Um, so I did try and crunch numbers and stuff, and I know I'm the mathematician of our generation, but I couldn't <laughs> quite do it. Um, so I feel like for my team, I don't know if it's viable for me to hold both of them throughout that period. Um, so I think I kind of need to think about moving one of them on. Mm. And it was Nico. And just for the reasons that you said, I feel like Clary. Um, I think he's like he'll probably like play like if he backs up like I feel like I'd probably rather have him there maybe than Nico um and so I was looking at different choices that I could bring him um there's obviously Mitch Moses but then he's not playing 14 and I feel like I'm gonna be really screwed if I don't have someone playing 14 there Mm. um so if no one backs up so then I was thinking Sean Johnson (laughs) um spies boy SJ um SJ um so he's averaging 69 he's playing 13 and 14 so that gives me my coverage there um it would be Nico that I would have to reluctantly move on for him um and yeah I just feel like you could get away with going Sean Johnson maybe Mm. And it's where it becomes interesting because there aren't any standards. So Mitch Moses obviously misses 14. He has that really low, he has the 10 or whatever it was from a couple of weeks ago in his rolling average. So he is going to plummet some cash, one would think. I'm leaning towards Spy holding Cleary, selling Nico for the reasons I mentioned before. Cleary has a great schedule through Origin in terms of we couldn't have asked for much more. Misses 13, 16, 90, the three origin weeks. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, barring restings, which are always a possibility. We know that's viable. But he won't miss any games outside of that. As you said, he plays the Dragons after round 13. That is Sunday afternoon. I believe it's the last game of the round. Mm. So it's, what, four or five-day turnaround. So as good as you can get. <laughs> Look, he's obviously dealing with a little bit of a groin niggle that saw him not kick before. I think he's pretty good. But <clears throat> we're guessing as to whether or not he rests in games, but he wants a daily M so bad. Yeah. And I reckon I've wanted him to get a daily M so bad as well. So I don't think he's really going to want to rest games. So I'm thinking hold Cleary through the buy period, sell Nico Hines. Okay. So a couple of things. <laughs> Clem's laughing at me. She knows <laughs> I'm coming after you. I'm not coming after you. I've just got a thought. No, do come half. You're buying SJ, right? My, change my yep. behind. <clears throat> You're buying SJ, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can buy Mitch. That would have been an obvious candidate mm. if you played round 14. That's what I probably would have done. If you buy SJ, you're banking on him averaging that up around 70, which he may do. But say he regresses, Nora's regressed just a little bit, and he averages 55, which is more than feasible. Or, God forbid, he gets hurt. Mm. Nico comes back out around 14 and 15 and goes 120, 120, which is not even madness at all. He could easily do it. And then yep. all of a sudden you go, just listen. 
missed out on 200 plus points over two weeks. I've used a trade. Then you get to round 16 and you go, I don't even need the halfback spot anyway because I've got 13 other players. Mm. I'm just not so convinced there's someone good enough to replace Nico with. If there was like, if Mitch was averaging 80 and playing around 14, I think it'd be different. But I'm just more, my gut says hold him. As I said, we'll reassess after Origin. Don't sell him before round 13, I don't think. I, I don't think it's madness. That's just, that's my feeling on it. If only you had little Phoenix Crossland sitting with his dual 5'8 <laughs> halfback status at 5'8 right now. In which case, you could, tra- you could swap him up to halfback and bring in Cody Walker for games against the Raiders, Titans, Dragons, Cowboys, Warriors, Dogs. It seems like a pretty good ploy. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I like that. Yeah. I think he's at the calibre to go, yep, he might be able to cover that with upside. I think SJ is at his peak at the moment, which is so good to see. I don't know if he can average much more than 69, mm. 70. Could okay. be wrong. He might go back to 55, 60. My question to you, is it worth it? I think one thing is it's how good does it make the rest of your side? That'll be individual based. If you drop Nico to an SJ or similar and you can get someone else amazing and go, gee, this looks good, sweet. But just make sure it's worth it, my friend. <laughs> so in, in the interim, I'm thinking that next week, wouldn't do it this week, despite uh, Nico's massive break even. I'm not selling him for this night's game, not a chance. Oh, no. But, yeah, Crossland to halfback to partner Cleary. Cody to 5'8" who's getting down to a bit more... What, he peaked at 825k, he's down to 778k now, break even 90, so hopefully even get him at a bit more of a reduced rate. But we'll see just a great run of games coming Yeah, I like up. it. Cody looks good. Yeah, so that's, that's the way I'm leaning at the moment. And then from round 14, I can look at things like, you know, going Crossland to... Jerome Hughes is a sneaky little one. Mm-hmm. You know, if any other half that puts their hand up, maybe I'll see if Matty Burton's around the origin camp, but we'll see. Yep. That's, uh, mm. that's where I'm at the moment. Mm. So, yeah. Guys, over the next 12 months, an estimated 60% of all fixed rate mortgages are going to expire. Absolute madness. This means that for a lot of you out there, you haven't felt the impacts of all the consecutive rate rises that have been dominating the media talk lately. I've spoken with Paddy and George from Mortgage Choice SCW about this in detail. They've told me that a lot of their clients still have a rate with a one or two in front of it. The average rate is now around 5%. What does this mean? Essentially, that for a lot of people, their mortgage repayments are about to increase on average by an extra $737 per month. It's a lot of extra money to have to find in your budget. So if you haven't had a look at when your fixed rate expires or if you're worried about when it does, give the experts Patty and George a call so they can get you on the best rate possible and keep more money in your pockets to put less stress on the finances. You'll save yourself $129 on a free consult because you're an SC Playbook listener. So make sure you mention SC Playbook when you get in contact with them to do so. Flick them a message on Instagram at Pat and George Mortgage Choice, all one word, or call them on 02-9521-1611. All that info is in our articles on scpaper.com.au, plus the emails, all that good stuff. Hot topics of the week. Now, Spy Billy Smith. We're all looking at uh, round 13 coverage. And Billy Smith does not cover it with the, the Roosters. But 289k... Break-even is negative 68-odd. He's on fire, basing 44 per game in his first two games this season, despite the no coverage. And, and I know where we mentioned last week that we're getting to that point where we turn our focus from cash generation to points. Pretty hard to pass up. It is hard to pass up. Um, I personally didn't get Buller last week. I actually had him locked in, then I reversed the trade. <laughs> 
because I wanted Billy. Obviously, available in the centres is handy. You can lock him in there as a sixth, seventh centre. I've just a few numbers I've done here. If he scores 45 and 45 the next two weeks, barring injury, because he has had a, a wretched run, yep. the poor fella, um, he should get that, which makes him 130k like that. You can play him if you need in it. In games against the Dragons and Roosters, Dragons and Bulldogs in a Roosters side who will be hurting. Yep, hurting on the up, and he just looks awesome. He looks so good. Yeah. Uh, and if he makes 60, if he scores 60 and 60, very feasible. Uh, it's 165k. I think it's hard to pass up for a bike that you could then lock in, probably for the rest of the season if you want to, and then just yeah. if you want to sell him down the line for 500 plus, hard well, to pass up. Some injury risk, but yeah, I love it. Well, yeah, he plays 16, doesn't play 19, as you, you alluded to last week. His the round 16 is not that for most squads should be that hard a week to get numbers for. Clem, what are your thoughts? Billy Smith, keen this week? Oh, I love him. He mm. looks so good. Yeah, I definitely want to bring him in this week. Um, he's such a cash cow, like break even of 62, negative 62, sorry, and only misses 13, plays all the way through. Like, I definitely want to get him into my team somehow. Um, but, yeah, I reckon go for it if you want to get him. I like Spy that, that with him, as you mentioned, like, I don't – realistically, I don't see him turning into a keeper – but he, he's a very playable cheapie to be bringing in. A bit like, I know Taruv hasn't hit the heights, but I felt so good with Taruv in my team because I'm like, you know what, if I need to play a four centre wing... It's good whatever, floor. You can do with it. With some upside, yeah. I'm um, not saying, again, in round 14, again, you sort of don't overlook the fact that he's going to be such a viable mm, number in round 14. Yeah. Mm. Harrison <laughs> Edwards. Ooh. I was very close to bringing him in last <laughs> week. It, because, like everyone, we needed a front row forward cheapie. Everyone always needs a front row forward cheapie that they just don't exist until Harrison Edwards turns up. Because I was looking at going Stefano to him and I was like, cool. Bottom dollar, <coughs> two good scores in there, playing decent minutes. He was named on the bench though. So then he was yeah. he, he went on to starting lock game day. By then it was too late. I wish he played Sunday because <laughs> I ended up having a trade spare by then. Yeah. And I, I could have gone Pele up, but yeah. Anyway, 297k, <laughs> neg 47 break even, 94 last weekend against the Warriors with 57 in base. He had a try there and a line break. Front row forward only. What do you reckon? For someone who can go Pele straight to him, I'm finding it very hard to pass up. He plays rounds 14, 16, and 19. Again, the worst case scenario here is he goes Gosh. back to a bench roll, probably makes a quick 80, 100K. You can flip him. Instead of having <coughs> being stuck with someone like a Pele, you've got a 400K front rower who you can do whatever you want to do with. Mm. Uh, best case, keeps that role because he's on yeah. fire and keeps playing 60 to 70 or whatever it may be and turns into a 550K bloke who can cover the buyers and then you flip him to an origin bike or something after that. Um, hard to pass up, depending who you're selling. Uh, on the other thought process, <laughs> though, Jackson Topany... No, no, I'm not thinking... Not Topany. Um, Sato? Sutton? Well, like. I mean, on the extended bench, you've got Topany. Um, not named on the extended bench is Chris Patolo, who returned through New South Wales Cup last week. Big raps on him at the club. They really like him. So does he come in and eat in some minutes to Sutto? As far as this week goes, the minutes look pretty decent. There's definitely risk. There's definitely risk. Right, so yeah. I'll, I'll throw, I agree that he's a pretty solid buy because he's going to make some sort of cash at worst case scenario. Clem, I'll throw to you. <clears throat> also no round 13 coverage, which I am 
scraping for 13 <coughs> players in round 13, which I'm okay with. It'll be anywhere from 12 or 13. We'll get yep. to a question around that later. Yep. <coughs> but I don't want to bring in Billy Smith or End Edwards because I'm like, I'm happy with my cash down. I don't need them both. I need one. I prefer Billy Smith as a buy yep. comfortably. So in that sense, I'm like, uh, what are your thoughts on him? Do you like him as a cash grab? Um, I actually do like him as a cash grab. Mm. I was like, where have you been? You're just following life? the spy and everything. Yeah, well, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, um, definitely I really like him. And I was desperately trying last night to do a Pele to him and I can't quite do it, which is so frustrating. Yep. Um, so... Yeah, I reckon if you can bring him in, do bring him in. Like, I think he's going to be good in that position. Um, obviously, doesn't play that round 13, but still, I think, worth getting in. I'm a bit like you, though. I am scraping for round 13 players because, yep. obviously, I've planned my team really well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I don't see anything wrong with getting him in. Negative 46 break-even, going to make cash. Yeah. So Happy days. And that's where, interesting, like, I have planned for round 13 for a while now, but... I've actually gone down more the, the cash route than making sure I've got third. We talk about not tearing our sides apart for the buyer's spy. And I got Buller last week. He wasn't playing round 13. I was like, you know what? I can afford that. Uh, I'm looking this way. You're bringing Billy Smith in despite the round 13 coverage. So I'm going, there's big cash incoming there. I think Billy Smith will be my last, barring the obvious ones that just make sense. Billy Smith will be my last real cash grab play before the, the attention completely goes to uh, points. Yeah, and I think it's really important to look at round 13. I'll just use my team as a scenario mm. to sort of work it off, but I've got, at the moment, 11 players for round 13. Pre your post trades this Right week. now. But both trades, if I bring those two guys in, don't play, so it doesn't get me any closer to my round 13 sides. I've got 11 at the moment. Mm. I'll then use my three trades next week to get to 14. We'll get to that number later. But that means if two blokes drop out, between now and next week, I'll be stuck with 12, which may or may not be okay, but you'd like 13. Um, so it's just one of those things, depending what your current numbers are and your trades, just know that you get, after this week, three trades next week, leading the buy, four if you've got a boost and you want to use it. I don't have a boost, so I've got to realise I've got three there yep. to use. And I'd, like we've had a, probably a pretty good run the last few weeks, but two or three weights could go down and all of a sudden you go, oh, I probably shouldn't have got old mate Edwards because now I'm short. But there's a bit of luck involved there. It's just something to consider. Harlem Lukey <coughs> is currently the, what is he at? The sixth most traded in play this week. I have been a Lukey fanboy for a good while now. So in one sense, last weekend, I was really annoyed that he went nuts for 121 points. And I'm like, I want him as a pod before he went bonkers last <laughs> week. But on the flip side, I'm like, well, now he's definitely going to make cash. So it's, it makes it a far safer trading. Yeah. Now... <coughs> Has had a pretty troubled injury history in the past two years since sort of making his... He debuted the year before in the NRL, but really becoming a regular on the edge for the Cowboys. I've had a look at his numbers in games of 60 minutes above in the past two years. Not a lot of them, but he's a workhorse. He's a gun. He'll find attacking stats. Describe him as a more... Freedom hasn't seen a lot of him, but more athletic Sean Lane. So I'm not saying he's better football than Sean Lane, but he's very, very gifted. 2023, last week he played 60 minutes for 121 points, had 45 in base with two tries. Round five this year, 77 points in 71 minutes. That was with 49 in base with one try assist. Back to last year, round 13, 76 points in 68 minutes, 37 in base. Base down a bit, but one try again. 
Round six, last year, 90 points in 80 minutes with 57 in base with one try. He's just good. And uh, I, I really like him as a buyer this week. Again, not without risk. There's injury risk. There's Nanai's not back to round 14. People have sort of said, oh, what about his return? He's not back to round 14, so that's not a huge concern. <sighs> this might be ambitious, but like I think he's borderline <laughs> keeper material. If he gets into that 80-minute role, do you like him, Spy? I love Lukey. Yeah. I think man, you have loved him for a while. Super coach-wise this week. <laughs> My only concern is the minutes. They're obviously easing him back a little bit after yep. his, his ACL, which makes sense. So ACL and then hamstring <clears throat> was his last injury yeah, so only he's you know, gone four or five weeks ago. Last two weeks, 55 and 60 minutes. If it stays at 55, 60, I don't like him all that much. But he could still score his try and yep. do a job. He absolutely could because he's so bloody good. On the flip side, if they push him up to 70-plus and they go, you're getting healthier, stay out there, brother. Oh, tell you what, it'd be a hard watch because he's such a good player. Cowboys should be pretty strong heading into those buyers. They played round 13, I think 14 and 16. Yeah, 13, 14, 16. <coughs> so the buy around 17, which is like... Sorry, all, round yeah. 15, which is like sweet. Which is fine, doesn't matter that much. <laughs> For me, break even's 14, so if he pumps out, if he goes from like... This week he's sitting at 520k. If he looks awesome again and goes to 590, I'll probably buy him anyway. You can wait. You yep. can wait a week. Um, but yeah, I, th I think just those minutes are my only concern, so I'm not quite sure where I'll land on that. But the boy can play footy, so generally that's a fair old tick. It's <laughs> one of my going with, and, and I'm pretty good in, I'll generally let, uh, let the head do the talking and not the heart, but it's one of them eye tests where I'm like, you know what? He's going to keep doing this. He's going to keep scoring tries. And I'm going to sit here every week and go, you pelican. <laughs> yeah. He's a gun. Yeah. He's so a gun. with the worst case of making money and playing next week, barring God forbid injury, mm. I think I'm going to do it. Jeremy Marshall King, $680,000. Lots of questions, Clem, around uh, hookers and who to bring in around the origin period, what plans are. Breakhaven 62. This season, he has in what is it eight games, one score under fifty three points. Pretty viable option, fresh off the buy. Interest any interest there? Oh, I love him. Mm. I'm looking to bring him in. Um, Do you not love anyone in the NRL? Or well, I love Lukey too. So it was like, you know, <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, I want to bring him in. So I need to bring him in at the expense of Harry because I have Sonny Luke, and I don't think I can do this. Well, I don't think I have enough cash. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't do it until next week. Um, and I've got a big thing to do. So everyone will smell my brain overheating later. Um, <laughs> so he's at the moment only owned by 5% of teams. That's probably gone up this week. Um, I think he's a little bit of... I, I, I think he's just great. Um, obviously plays around 13 um, and then only misses around 16 over that tricky yep. like period. So great 100% get him in. Like I'm definitely getting him in actually. I've just convinced myself. <laughs> on the but run. Not, done. <laughs> not until next week. So um, I think I'll just hold off this week. Um, what's his break even this week? It's 63. Um, and then next week he's mm. coming in for Harry for me. Yeah. If you've got a back rower who also is available at centre, so um, Trevojevic, Peachy, these yep. sort of guys, you can go Val straight Lemme to Luki next week. Well, So Valentine Holmes down to Luki next week if you like what you see. That's an option as well. Uh, Spy, I'm leaning towards Reese Robson because he's 100k cheaper. The Cowboys, Cowboys and Dolphins have the great draw through that period. Dolphins probably, I think, slightly better maybe, but both great draws. I don't think there's knock which way you go. I just think uh, JMK has been killing it and he's probably priced mm. a, around about his top. 
no harm in buying him, but I just think Robson might be the one with more to give and is it a better eight? Yeah, cheaper. And maybe the option is to get Robson in for round 13 next week, roll him through 13, 14 and 16, then flip him to Jeremy Marshall for round 19 and then just hold Jeremy Marshall for the year. As your second Harry. Maybe some of that's the option. Don't mind that. Uh, I might potentially do that. All just sort of depends on what <laughs> happens next week, but I think that's not a bad little play. Mm. <clears throat> Spy Payne Haas, we won't spend a lot of time on him, but he was at the time of putting the plan together, the 10th most traded in, 710k. Like, just the only word to describe him is Adonis. <laughs> it yeah, is. It's, it's best not to speak about him at the moment, <laughs> yeah. but, but like, I mean, he's so good. Again. <clears throat> Don't get him though, right now. People please. say you, you're mad for not having had him this season. I'm like, he's been. Unbelievable! He's yep. having seventy-seven. Yep. And this Once is again, the whole there. reason I don't own him is because next week yeah. Origin starts. That's the whole logic around it. And yeah. hasn't gone great so far, admittedly. But Tarpany's <laughs> coming into form. He looked great last week. I'm not going to. Please don't buy Haas now. It could be good, but I just think it's not if you're time. playing overall and you're chasing those max points, get your Tarpany and those sort of boys who's going to play all the buyers without rest risks. Yeah, I think yeah. Haas has every chance at rest through the Origin period because the Broncos are killing it and he's just played massive minutes. He'll continue to play big minutes in Origin. I think they're mad if they don't give him a few spells. And yep. uh, I forgot to say before, I don't know if I said it or not, but Billy Smith and Harrison Edwards, head-to-head players can get both because... The badge buy is less relevant. So yep, head to head, you just you just lock in your cash. If you if you, if you want stack them, stack yourself, yeah. and then you can build your team from there. Yeah. So moving on from there, Jack DeBellin, six fifty k, jeweled to our front row four. We've spoken a fair bit of depth about him, but again, number eleven most traded in this week. Scored a try last week. New coach incoming at the Dragons. I think he's reached his peak now, and I'd just be a little cautious around that one. I think there are other front row forwards to go for. If minutes do drop with a new coach, who knows what's going to happen there. Tyrone Peachy, who... Oh, it's just been glorious watching him <laughs> do his thing. It really has the peach. Do we think... I'll start with you, Clem. Is it too late to get on him? Because no round 13 coverage. He's made some good coin at the moment. Still a negative break-even. Negative three break-even. 404k, so still affordable... Playing great footy, offers round sixteen by coverage. Too late on the peach, or could you just could you make an argument for buying him still? I think I could still make an argument <coughs> for buying him. Like if you desperately want him in your life mm. more than anything, like I still think you can get him. Like he's still going to make a bit of cash. Um, but yeah, I feel like he's the one that got away from me. I have way bigger problems in my team <laughs> than thinking about getting him in now. Um, but I do wish I had listened to you and brought him in. Yes, well, that's happens when you listen to Spite. Do you, you have right. him, Spite? No, I've got Lamuelu, please. I don't need that. No, peach. Peach. I don't need that peachy sucker. Oh. <laughs> uh, Lamuelu, baby. I suppose Spy, <laughs> while he is certainly still a very solid buy, if you're going to go here, you probably go towards Edwards or Billy Smith this week, don't you? I think so. But I've got to be honest with you, part of me feels with... Penrith looking pretty good again yeah. on that left edge. I don't mind getting him, rolling him like through. He's, he's so playable. His buy coverage minutes. isn't great in that he misses 13-19, so that's probably my major mm. knock on him. But, I mean, you're pretty happy playing him in your side anyway, can't you? So I don't, I don't think he's overpriced by any means. What are we doing with Zach Hosking? Because yeah, Can I jump in here? Why? <laughs> not, not at you. You knew oh. thought that was coming at you. Everyone's selling him. Why? Hosking. Yeah, he got 28 in 30 minutes last week. Looked phenomenal. Mm. And because they happened to lead 80 nil at half time, like, well, we don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Surely you play him this week. 
I think Glenn might be looking to sell him. <laughs> so pr- prior, to, <laughs> yeah, prior to the weekend where he had played 31 minutes, <clears throat> he had a low score of 49. That was the game against the Bunnies where I'm pretty sure he went off with an ankle injury. Might have been, or did he go off something there? Anyway, in that week he scored 49 in 59 minutes. So that was his last score all season. He hasn't really had attacking stats since those first two tries in his first two games of the season. I think the concern, Spy, is the same concern we had around Sorrenton, and it's minutes. So Martin on the bench there, coming back from a concussion, Sorrenton killing it. But, like, we know that <coughs> Cleary wants to use Sorrenton ideally as a middle, coming off the bench, the, the Maddo type. The role he's played in a premiership winning team for two years in a row. Martin left edge, Hosking right edge. Yeah. I mean, the reason I'm fired up there, it's like, sell him next week. You can sell him next week. If they come out this week and you go, oh, you know what, he's playing 45, 50, you can get rid of him. But if he comes out and plays 80 and pumps out 80, I'd go, oh, this guy's awesome. So I just think it's a bit of a panic trade for me. The five Unless weeks, it's viable yeah. for, or for a reason, sorry. sorry the five weeks try, prior is averaging around that 60 mark pretty effortlessly in terms of his base the five weeks prior 60, 51, 55, 57 and his best game and was, he's got a target yeah, his best game of the year by far was last week before he got hurt he was flying so I, I think cool your jets Clint. you're looking to sell <laughs> <laughs> well, and why that's I what I totally know why don't listen don't listen to us you tell us what you think I totally empathise with the spy everybody hasn't indi- trading him out the spy hasn't intimidated a girl in his life he's not going to start now so. <laughs> please what a so whack. I think it depends on your team. And if you saw my team right now, I have like literally such an ugly second row. It's mm. so bad. Um, so Talk us through it. Out. Read it out. Well, people want to know. I've got David Fafita, obviously, and I've got Preston and Hoskins, but I'm more thinking that like I need to get someone else for around 13. That's my problem is that I haven't really planned enough and I don't have enough players there. So my thinking is that Hoskins break even is 74. I don't want to hold him, and if he doesn't get that, I'm going to drop more cash, and then I'm not going to be able to afford to bring someone in. Who's on your bench? Um, I have Hopgood, which is great. Yep, I have Ford, which is fantastic, but then I've got Dury sitting there. Jeez, well. you've talked down your back row. I, I, I love the well. I've got David Feeder, obviously. There's about 20% out there who still don't own yeah. David Feeder. Clem with a and subtle whack. All... <laughs> no, I, I understand it. Like the, I understand the Hosking sell. So why not next week? That's my question. You get why three trades next week, four if you need it. Well, He's worst case, I reckon he loses. Maybe he loses 30K. Maybe he makes 30K. I don't know. I have to have a think about it. Mm. But I definitely don't want to hold him. I'll, like, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why this week, Spy. Yep. Highland Lukey. I love Lukey. Someone else needs to go for him. <laughs> if you're going to Lukey now for low break even and that's your trade, go for it. Mm. Yep, you've, you've answered, you've responded <laughs> in turn, and I accept it. Have I got your permission? Yeah, yeah I'll allow it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, third most traded out player this week, Tommy Trebojevic. 570k. <sighs> I think you, you wait a week just because, yeah. you know, he might drop a bit more cash. I know he's not looking great, but he also scored 80 the week prior in a losing team to. Who they got belted by the week before? Someone? Uh, Brisbane up in Brizzy. Brisbane. He put 80, 80 on him. Also, for what it's worth, he's got the Knights next week. Mm. I know he doesn't have cherry and stuff, but as through the week, sorry, through that game on the weekend, <laughs> he didn't look great. But then that second half, something clicked mentally. It was like, I just want to be better. And he had a heap of runs. Yeah. Although he wasn't the Tommy of old, he 
looks if he was a normal footballer, you'd go, hey, he looks okay, this bloke. So round thirteen, if he doesn't make origin just due to health concerns, he could go really he could yeah. easily score a ton. In, even in if it's a, a low a, ton. In weirdly a I would say football is a troublesome position, but it's certainly not the the locks that we're all yeah. looking at. So I, I just think if you've held this long, you give one more week. There'd be some thought to buying him next week if he plays. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. he'd be like five fifty k. If he looks good this week, and then yeah, anyway. Yeah, I just think if if you own him for now, I'd hold him. If he had to pick for Origin, sell him next week. I just think there's a little bit of progress in that second half on the weekend. So let's see. Fourth most traded out. The Wahas are on the buy. Clem. Lock and load. People selling chance at 529k. Plays round 13. What? It's breaking my heart. Why is people selling God chance? Like, I he know. is fantastic. <laughs> like, I'm literally bringing him in next week. So I don't understand the sell at all. Why are people trading out people that are playing for round 13? That's what I don't understand. Like, unless you've got, like, unlimited trades and a million players playing, I truly don't get it. Like, I would not be trading out God chance. Well said. All. Yeah. I agree. I'd be holding fire on chance as well. Can I ask what you're wearing today, by the way? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not in, not in a creepy way. Like, oh, yeah. What, what, what is that? So I won this little tracksuit um, in 2021 when I came six. Oh, is that a, it must be a top 10 thing. <laughs> it's like a top 11 <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> I should have worn mine. My name's Spike. Do you have one? I do have one, yeah. Why don't you wear yours? I didn't even cross my mind. We could have sat here and watched yeah. Spice Face. It what tracksuit do you get for winning it? I'll wear it next time you come down. I think you just get the same. <laughs> Mine has Friday beers on the back, which is quite yeah. fun. Like if you're yeah. going for some Friday They're beers. They're great. That's yeah. oh, good. It's good. Nice. <laughs> so good. <laughs> James Tedesco, six most traded out. Look, I'm in this boat as well. 557K. Break even, do we know? Break even, we'll find. Have a look, but he talk get, to me. He gets the Dragons this week. Honestly, I have said from it wasn't a Captain Hindsight hero t- break even eighty one. <clears throat> it wasn't a hindsight hero thing. I said as soon as Joe Marner went to five eight, this isn't going to help him, Ouch. and I was hoping it was going to end very quickly that experiment. It did end, but it was forced with an injury to Joe Marner, who I also own, so it was a bit bittersweet. But just hold him this week for the Dragons clash, and hundred percent. You can sell him next week for around thirteen if need. Hutchison will just give give him some footy. <clears throat> He'll be, a, he'll be the talisman this week. He will be a yeah. different man with Drew Yarch. I can't wait to see the Roosters this week because just a few <laughs> less uh, attacking weapons, I think it sounds funny, could do wonders yeah. for I him. think I read something and someone can verify it, but in the last couple of years, the best number seven for the Roosters in terms of win success is Hutchison, then Walker, then Kiri. And obviously that has a lot to do with hey, who plays 5-8 yeah. and all the rest, but... Hutchison will just get in there and just just give service. Yep. Kick well, do a job, and free up his men. So, yeah, Teddy this <coughs> week could be on for one. I think he'll do wonders for the entire team, to be honest there. Number seven, Jackson Ford. Number seven, the most sold, 510K. It's the exact same argument as Chance, isn't it? He looks Don't awesome. Don't sell him. He's so, so good. He's, all, he's scary to watch. I haven't owned him. And scary number to watch. nine, Isaiah Katoa, 383K. <coughs> Playing next Playing week. next week. Could pump out 60 for yeah. you. Yeah. Unless it's for someone you're desperate for, no way. Now, Clem, something I've never... I've, I think I've given up for one week in the history of SC Playbook, <laughs> hosting duties of this podcast. You've got the floor for a couple of minutes. You've got a little game for us. Oh, mm. my God, I'm so excited. So we are going to play <laughs> Supercoach, <coughs> Marry, Shoot, Shag. Okay? <laughs> it's the funnest game ever. Okay, so we're going to start with Spy. Now, Spy obviously has 100 boys. Yeah, like, so, so, so the really idea for this game came from you just saying, Spy has so many boys, <laughs> we need to work out who are his real boys. Yep. He needs like an intervention, like a counselling session. He, you say, I love everybody yeah. in the Supercoach. 
he has so many boys. Yeah. We need to like cut them down. Narrow. For him. I'm a sucker for a man crush in the footy world. <laughs> <laughs> you are. So we're gonna throw to you first. All so right. choose your marry, <clears throat> shoot, shag. All right. Can you throw the first one at me? What order do you want it in? You need na- who are the players? Marry. <clears throat> so. Oh no! I, I get to choose. Oh right. I choose whoever I like. Yeah. We need to let him choose. Go, marry. Marry. Nico Hines. It has to be done. That like, how do you? You not marry Nico? He's just lovely. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> and from a super, I don't know if this is like real world or super coach, but he covers both. Mm. So how do you not marry him? Lock him in. Tick. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Shoot. This comes from a previous podcast we've done <laughs> before and chat about, but I'd also shoot Nico. Hear me out. This was the week after he scored 190, and I didn't bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> And my logic was I wanted to shoot him through, I don't know, maybe the hip or something, not too bad, that doesn't hurt him for too long. Cut him from that game early, save my bacon and anyone who didn't get him, then rehab him and marry him later. At a discount. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is the hardest one for him. How is he going to cut down all his boys to one shag? One one, one night stand. <laughs> one one night stand. Luckily, well, there's two things. Reese Wells is a bit young, so it can't be him. <laughs> Gotta be SJ. If I can't marry SJ, I'm gonna need a night with him, so lock him in. But, God. P- but pre-broken ankle SJ when he was in his absolute prime. You wouldn't have mature SJ of this year. I'd still have him, but yeah. <laughs> All right. How about yourself? Myself. Shoot, shag, marry, any order you want, hit us. All right, perfect. Well, I'm obviously marrying Nico Hines. Like, mm. clearly. Like, he's just so reliable. He's going to be busy, he's, Nico. Yeah. Is this just a – I was doing joint wedding. <laughs> he's got, he's got a joint he's, wedding. For money-wise. He's got two yeah. weddings to prepare for with a bullet Wait, through his leg. <laughs> and George reminded them to, like, Yeah, we'll call him up for this wedding. Yeah, they'll sort us out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm definitely marrying Nico Hines. Just reliable, just that nice guy you mm. can take home to your mum. You know, he wets his own hair when, like, it's not raining. Yeah. You so can do it when it is. Yeah, he just—he's just the reliable guy. He changed the light bulbs if you need it. He just isn't exactly the guy. Right? Yep. yep. So reliable. Um, I am gonna shoot cheese. Like definitely Ooh. shoot. Uh, cheese is my like super coach. Like he's the one that always hurts me. So yep. he's the one that doesn't matter. I can own him. I can not own him. Doesn't matter. Whatever I do, doesn't he's gonna happen. hurt me. You know, he's gonna score if I don't own him. He's he just hurts you, hurt regardless him. of the situation. Yep. So yep. definitely yep. shooting him. Now my shag, so we did actually play this on another podcast. Yep. And so my shag is still the same. My shag is David Fafita. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, tell me why you wouldn't back in the day last year. Why last year he wouldn't yes. have been. Why not? So if I was going to shag David Fafita, I would really need to have the 2021 uh, David Fafita and not the 2022 version mm. that just stands to the side waving his arms around and jumping and involved <laughs> in the action. I mean, how unfun would that be? Like, with your shag, you uh, want it to be, like, real involved. Now, this year we have 2023 David Fafita. So we have the new, improved version. He scores all the time. Last week he scored twice. He'd give you the best night of your life. So I am shagging David Fafita. There you go. Good, very, very good. Good list. Yeah, good list. Fair play to you. Uh, I'll run with, what do we got? We're marrying Cam Murray, obviously. Yep. Easy Fairly. done. Beautiful. Yep. Waking up to that every day. How good. Yeah, and a hard pass from my list. You can bring so, home yeah. to your mum. Yeah, like, bring so home to mum. Exactly yep. right. Yeah, he's lovely. Uh, yep. Shoot. I'd be shooting Caelan Ponga because I love the bloke so much, but at the end of the day, he's always going to be a Queenslander and he's probably going to kill us again in 2023. So yep. 
Yeah, so yeah. to, to a bit like cheese for clam, you just hurt her when you yeah. when you least need it. Yeah. yeah. And if uh, Shag would be Corey Halls, bro, big red because <laughs> you just know I'd be a demon in the sack. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, good. Didn't even have to think about that one. <laughs> Guys, what a good segue into the better SC playbook. Multi of the week for round 12. Nico Hines, speaking of the man himself, 75-plus official fantasy points, NRL fantasy points, that is, <coughs> against the 90s this week into Mulitalo and Katoa, the two wingers to score tries at $5.50. Very happy with those odds about that one. So to follow along, you can find the link to better in any of our articles at scplaybook.com.au or in our YouTube description by going through those channels. It'll let better know that we sent you. So that'd be much appreciated if you are linking up. Important to remember that you win some, but you lose more. For free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. It's funny, like, you hear on the, the ads over all the years that you have the messages that you have to read out, like, uh, brought to you by the Australian government, the Australian government. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're like, how the hell do they read those messages so quickly? Every time I read that important to remember one, I'm quicker and quicker. I could rattle it off at lightning speed. I, I get it now. I honestly thought you had memorised it. Like, yeah. Like, I watched the potty, I always thought that you just, yeah. like, had a really good memory or something. No, just... Just have it. <laughs> Practice, I should say. Guys, round 12, trades and skippers. Spy, I'll start with you, mate. What are you looking at? Yeah, so just having a look at um, a Billy Smith coming in for a dead set forget, one of my setters who I don't want. Come back to me. Alamotti? Nah, Taruva? I'm, just, I'm on the wrong screen. Not Taruva. Right. Keeping Taruva for what's go go to clean. Uh, What are you looking at? Sure. So um, for I'm probably trading out Hoskins, um, probably for Lukey uh, as this week. And then I'm want to get in Billy Smith. Um, I just need to try and work out how to, who to do for mm. him because I um, have like a bit of a problem in my CT dub and that I have Tufari and I have Isaac Thompson sitting there. So I just need to try and work out who to trade for him. Um, but I'll have a play around tonight and see what I come to. For my skipper, I'm definitely skippering Nico Hines, 100% mm. um, versus Newcastle. Um, for VC... You say that like you haven't done it the last <coughs> 35 I mean, NRL rounds. Honestly, of course, like every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to hurt me so much yeah. if I trade him out, like over Origin. Um, and then VC, I'm not really too fussed over VC. Um, I might just throw it on someone like AJ for fun and just hope for the best. Like, I am just so sure on Nico. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I know it's going I to happen. No, Like, honestly. I like it. I figured out why I didn't. No, it's because I don't know yet. Uh, I'm definitely bringing Billy Smith in, but I've got Isaac Thompson still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like, he could play next Causing week. me some headaches, the old IT. Yeah, he's just it? sitting there. I'm like, Scoring I've held him this long. incredible try in his last cup on the weekend. I saw it. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> and the facts are he could play next week, but I don't really want to get rid of Taruva. I feel like he's just coming into a little bit of form. Could be handy over that period, especially those tricky rounds. So, at this stage, probably Isaac Thompson to Billy Smith, unless I can find another way. Uh, and then I do think I'll go Pele up to... Uh, Edwards. Yeah. I just think I'd rather have Edwards sitting there playing, making cash, possibly being a cracker for the buyers than Pele doing nothing. Just makes sense to me. So I think that'll be the two trades this week. VC, Latrell Mitchell, Indigenous round. Ideal. Let's see how he goes. Did you end up skipping him last week? I didn't. Um, it would have been a nervous watch. Oh, that late try <laughs> for Latrell skippers. Didn't get going till late. Oh, Tigers did a good that job. That was such a dagger. Like, after he went 55 the week <clears> before, he was on track for about the same. And then the late try, to oh. be fair, it was a boss, but it was like... Uh. Yeah, he got about, like, 50 in the last yeah. 10 minutes, thankfully. That's what but, um, can do, though. Yeah, we'll see what Trell can do. He'll be fired up, no doubt. Um, and Parra's pretty flaky, so he could be could be awesome. But it's hard to go go past Nico against the Knights. I mean, Sandiavo, I think you have to. 
Mm. Scary not to. Yourself, mate? Yep. Uh, so, trades at this stage, yeah. looking at... Now, I, the the dual position of the peach has come in very handy this week. So, I can flip a few things around. But I want Lukey and I want Billy Smith. Now, I need to work out who goes for them. I don't want to go early on him because of the Tigers matchup this week. But Val has to go before next week because... Mm-hmm. Cowboys origin contingent, so him and Ruben Cotter, horrible. <coughs> like, they play something like three of eight games, I think it is. Tough like, one. It's really bad. So, I think Val has to go. So, I'm like, I want him for the Tigers game, but we, we came in last week saying that players don't turn up against the Tigers. Well, I don't Bun- mind the Bunnies play. had the dream matchup. Guess <coughs> who didn't turn up? I was watching the Tigers last week. They just control the ruck so well. Yeah. There's no quick play of the balls, which is why Latrell struggled to get going into yeah. the game. But I don't hate the Val Cell if that's your way to do it. Like like we, t- we spoke about how good a match that was going to be for the Bunnies and these players. Latrell got to 90 off that late, yeah. late try. AJ Cody 40. Was like 60. AJ 40 was like... They just control that middle and it gives them a so chance out wide. Val is someone who I'm trading next week. It was great yeah. for me last week, but might just have to go. There's Bizzer as well. Brian Toto, who... Probably goes before Oja, but not necessarily. And then there's Taruva, who's the one who offers me around 16 coverage. But do I just hold? So And he's got a low break even. So trying to out who goes mm. there. And then, again, not that I want to do it, but it could be Hosking as well to Lukey just because I might have to. But I could, because of the jewels, I think I can maybe go two of the other guys, the CT dubs out, and keep Hosking. So got to work it out. Bit to play out. Bit to play out. Spy will drop out data trades <coughs> in the SC Playbook. WhatsApp group later in the week once confirmed. Definitely. I'll also have them on the uh, listener Q&A podcast that I do on a Thursday afternoon. So that's going through all the subscriber questions, free for everyone to listen to, and then I drop my updated trades and skippers and all that at the end of that podcast. Skippers, VC, James Tedesco, just give us a sweet, sweet 180, mate, please. <laughs> please. Uh, Captain Nico Hind. Let's wrap it up with a few questions. Firstly... <coughs> From the NRL Supercoach Sponge, one of the great human beings. My first question is directly aimed at Clem. Did you think Timmy looks more like Zach Hosking or Phoenix Croston after downing copious beers at Magic Round? Hit me. Well, I saw this question come through last <coughs> night and I am still in shock that it wasn't Zach Hoskins with us. Literally this whole time I thought it was him. I got an autograph. I'm not sure who that was. That was <laughs> you giving it to me. I'm just shocked that it was you. And you were there the whole mm. night and it wasn't that. So you you selling Hosking is like you had to spend a whole night with me on the beers and you was like, mate, you're out of my team. I'm just like, think, it was, think it was Zach Hosking being a, being a mob. I did think Tim looked a bit awkward and confused when he was signing Zach on your forehead. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run with it while it works. <laughs> uh, question from Jonty Moore, Spike. This is one I alluded to earlier. Is it worth boosting next week to get to 13? So we talk about not ripping your side apart. This is me. So if I go Billy Smith this week, <coughs> it will leave me maybe nine players for round 13. So I'd have okay. to boost to get to the 13. I know it's a general oh, question. I mean, you know my thoughts on boosting, but 100%. He had a free player for a boost. <laughs> mm. I mean, I wouldn't do it for someone who's going to get you. 25 or something. Yeah, yeah but, but if you're gun. bringing in someone who's capable of 90 plus, 100, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got two boosts left as well. Because I've, I've, I've got two boosts left as well. Yeah, so I always want to hold one for around 20. Yep. And that will be staying there until, the, until that time. But no, yeah. if it gets you a, a decent player instead of a zero, for sure. Yep. So there you go. Jonty, question answered. Question from. Paul the Pool Man Cannon from the Supercoach Hub. Another great of the Supercoach community. What would Clem like for a first shot on our potty next week? 
soy sauce or some other concoction. Great to see Clem making your first appearance in 2023. Can't wait. Okay, um, I need to think about this one actually. Um, definitely not a fireball. Um, I think we might have had a couple of those at Magic Round maybe, um, but definitely not one of those. I think <laughs> that it will maybe be soy sauce, which sounds pretty disgusting. Oh. Actually, there's some sort of like Swedish fish delicacy that I think it was sponge actually yeah. put, that we need to have that. I can't think what it's Is that called. vinegar or something? But it's a bit yeah. on the table. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be gross anyway. I mean, that's another bet. That's a bet that I lost. That's why I'm on that, doing shots. Fireball is so good. It's the second best. <laughs> Could you imagine me having a few fireballs? I tried it on potty. Oh, yeah. No. Be worth best, a listen. Second best uh, <laughs> beverage, alcoholic beverage behind, of course, Bloke in a Bar tins. Bloke in a Bar tins. Case for the weekend. Absolutely. Don't hate a fireball, but for me, cinnamon just belongs on donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Question from Chris Moa. Is Luai or Ponga trading for Hosking? Buyer Jules, being Shustri says. Potential stepping stone to Munster, playing head-to-head. Already has Cody Walker at 5A. So, I suppose, firstly, Spy, what's your thoughts on that trade? And Luai Ponga, two blokes that went big last weekend, Luai in particular. It's a head-to-head in terms of riding off round 13. What are your thoughts on those two? Initial reaction, no way. But then I remembered, obviously, Luai coming off 155 have some cash to make I think it's mm. pretty cheap so if it's a stepping t- stone type thing in hedge ahead don't mind it Ponga no I just think it's too risky at the moment still Andy um, misses 13 misses, and 14 yeah so not for him but if you want to do Luai but I think I'd still just hold Hosking and find cash elsewhere with the other guys we've spoken about mm. yeah I, I agree mate I think I think there are better options around Just like Ponga concussion risk injury risk origin misses 13 14 yeah such good cash grabs this weekend. I think it's better than those guys. Clem, question from Mitchell James. Thoughts on Drinkwater and Gutho as a combo for the buy period? I mean, we've spoken a fair bit about Clint Gutherson, and I think his break is relatively high this week, so you probably wouldn't get him just yet. Scotty Drinkwater, Cowboys finding a bit of form. We know what he's capable of. I think he averaged 70 last year. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's viable. I don't think that they don't play any of the same... I th- don't think they miss any of the same rounds, mm. do they? So I totally think it's viable, and I think it's like a fun, possible potty move that could really pay off for you. And like, I feel like this year's like a year where risks have kind of paid off for people, so why not just give it a go? Yeah, like, looks, looks fun to me. Yeah, it yeah. looks so fun. <laughs> Spider, cut me deep to add this question, but I thought it was a good one. From Darren Rachel. Rachel, don't know. Is Alex Johnston a trap? So, averaging 55 this season prior to the last weekend's game, 40 points against the Tigers. Could he be a trap? We saw it again on the weekend. The right edge was so dominant. Tane Milne had a field day on the right <coughs> wing. Could he be a trap or are you, are you happy with it? At that price, no. Mm. I think he could underwhelm potentially. Yeah. But I just think he's also going to have big scores in him. Bunnies will get better and better. The draw's great. Now that I've got him, <coughs> just sit him there. If you want to sit him some games as it goes on, Sure. There's tons coming. Yep. They're too good. Tigers, as I said, they slowed the ruck last week so much. They just couldn't do the damage in that left edge. And it took some Campbell Graham magic on the right to actually get through them. Most games aren't going to be like that. Clem, question from Matty Broom, SC Playbook. Big Bash contributor, good man. Sell Alamotti or Taruva to Billy Smith. Alamotti and Taruva both came good after some disappointing weeks last weekend. Alamotti is a fair bit cheaper, so there's more value in the Taruva trade. Neither play around 13. If you had to sell one of those two to Billy, who would it be? Uh, I would sell Alamotti. Yeah. I sold Alamotti like a few weeks ago, and I think he was a trade then. Um, yeah. So definitely him. Yeah. For sure. Spy, Byron Hoy. Do I pick Madison or wait for origin team lists? Yeah, I'd wait. There's no need to grab him this week. Yeah, just wait Shouldn't week. play, but 
could. Never know. Injuries could happen. Anything could happen. Um, and again, don't forget he he doesn't play around fourteen. If just through your side, have a look at that. But I think just wait a week unless you sort of have to go now. In which case. Should be all right. Inspired to finish up, two questions <coughs> I've combined together from two of the SC playbook, Faithful and JC Charles. What to do with Sonny Luke? Brackets, biggest mistake. Nicarima, an option, question mark. Other hooker is Reed. Into Anton Posser. Thoughts on Cody Nicarima as a cheaper buy friendly option to get rid of Sonny Luke. Feels like the Dolphins have points in them and he's creating a lot of their tries. What do you reckon? I don't hate it. Um <laughs> Probably prefer if you're going to sell Sonny to try go up to one of the guys we spoke about before, Reese or, or one of those fellas when you downgrade one of your Origin guys. Um, I also think if Sonny's minutes can increase as maybe he's carrying something and he comes good, yeah. he could prove okay. But yeah, look, I think I haven't looked hard into Nick Arriba, to be honest. I looked last week and I was a bit on the fence, which normally tells me, as you said, last weekend uh, or last week in the potty, uh, don't force a trade. Much like an offload, don't force it. If it comes to you, do it. But nah, I don't know. I'm a bit, bit meh on that one. Yeah, he's 375k with a negative 28 break. Even back to that scores of 75 and 68. But in the three games prior to that, scores of 38, 29 and 17. They were all at number six. So, yeah, dual 5'8 hooker. You understand it, but oh, it could just be one of those bangs out 20 and 30. And it just, could be lovely, yeah. honestly. I'm just, I'm just a bit, bit middling on it. Yeah, not for me. Guys, next week on the podcast, we will have a really good... We've already like discussed it in bits and pieces, but well, I think it was about a month ago, actually, Spy, we chatted about the origin players we were looking to hold and sell over the period. Now that we're almost there, next week will be the next podcast, round 13, the big one. We'll chat about the origin players. that Who are we cutting? Who are we holding through, through that period? Run through them all. Guys, that's it for the SC Playbook podcast for NRL Supercoach round 12. Clem, congratulations on a ripping studio debut and... We don't want to get our hopes up, but there might be a bit more of you uh, around the studio in the back end of the season. There might be. There might be a move to Sydney on the cards. <coughs> mm. That would be exciting. So definitely, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. And yeah. Spite, thank you, mate. Cheers, guys. Clem, awesome to have you. Done well. I know you were nervous. Um, but <laughs> look, just enjoy your little lead on me for now, my friend. I'd be nervous sitting that close to Spite as well, so don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and good luck in NRL Supercoach Round 12. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.